0: On this episode of Universal Orlando Explorers, we are going to tell you some of our favorite stories from our trips to the parks, as well as give you some tips inspired by those stories. Join us as we explore Universal Orlando. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Universal Orlando Explorers. I'm Kobe.
1: I'm Holly.
0: And together we're going to explore everything that Universal Orlando has to offer. But first, Holly, let everyone know where they can find us on social media.
1: You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. And you can also help support us on Coffee and Patreon.
0: Excellent. And our Twitter is a little bit new. You can check us out at UOExplorers or you can just look up Universal Orlando Explorers, and you'll find us that way, too. And with that, let's dive into today's topic. So what we're doing today is a little bit different. I know we've been covering a lot of news and different stories lately. Well, today, we're actually going to talk about some more personal experiences at the park. We are going to share some of our best stories from our times at Universal Orlando. And what we're going to do is we're going to tie each story to a tip that we have for those of you visiting the parks. So with that, the first one that we are going to start off with is going to be the Jurassic Park Lady. Now, Holly, who's going to tell this one? <laughs> this is
1: generally Jurassic Park just Lady. Just the Jurassic Park Lady. Uh, I'll start off with this one. All right. <laughs> so we're in line for the river adventure. It's uh, Kobe and I, and I think... Remember who was with us at right? I think this was
0: uh, with Grant and Brenda. This okay. Was, so this was yes. in between Christmas and New Year's of 2017. Yes. So the, it was busy. Yeah, the busy week.
1: Right. So we're in um, just a standby line, and we're going through. It's busy. And going through the line, I'm, like, leaning up against the railing. All of a sudden, I feel this, like, gingerly brush up against my arm. And I look, and I turn to Kobe, and Kobe's off chatting with our friends. Like, wasn't Kobe. So I turn, and this woman is staring at me in the line. And I'm like, uh, uh, I was just speechless. I didn't know what to do. And then what? So I just kept going in line. Then, I think it was a few minutes later, I'm like, Guys, the weirdest thing just happened to me. I'm like, that woman over there just like stroked my heart. Are, are you missing anything? And then you that's when you said. <laughs> and that's when
0: I, so I turned to Holly and I say, wait, that happened to you too? She's like, what are you talking about? I guess right after it happened to Holly, I had my hand along the railing and i happened to be looking ahead so i i saw it coming but the woman made eye contact with me reached out touched the back of my hand and then like ran her hand up to like my elbow like slowly and smiled and then just walked and you were away
1: eye contact oh i was making eye contact it
0: was a completely okay that paper just that's fell off the shelf spooky. out of nowhere yeah that's very spooky that notwithstanding, I'm going to choose to believe that those two things are not connected at all. Um, so, so yeah, so that was a completely disconcerting experience. It was in the moment. It was it was hilarious, and right now we're laughing about it for sure because nothing nothing came of it. Our big tip for for this story though is simply this: if you ever find that there's a situation that makes you uncomfortable at the parks. First, you know, assess the situation as, as best you can and obviously, you know, what what danger it presents. But if it's something that truly bothers you, find a team member, find someone who works there, find, go to guest services, but tell somebody for a couple of reasons. One, to make sure that you're keeping yourself safe and your party safe, but also to make sure that this doesn't become an issue for future guests. With this particular incident, it just seems like it was just a lady being a little weird or trying to mess with us no big deal (laughs) um you know but it no big deal five years later right but you never know so in just in the event that something like that happens just reach out to somebody who who can help you out yeah (laughs) not to take away from the comedy of it because it it is funny we just we just want to make sure that you know people do know that there are resources you you know if if something (laughs) wild happens you can go to people but yeah, that, that was just a ridiculous experience, for sure. And I
1: was like, what is happening? Like, do I have a curse on me now? <laughs> like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's what it felt like.
0: <laughs> for me, it was the eye contact. It was
1: That's too much. It was like the
0: locked in and like the small smile on her face. Yeah, that's it, what I it mean. felt very curse-like.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's not something. Uh,
0: not something you're looking forward to having happen again?
1: No, no.
0: <laughs> so, Holly, I got to have you do our second story as well, because this one was actually more... It was witnessed by me, but you saw everything the whole time. And that, of course...
1: Yeah. Is the dog this lady. This one is the dog lady, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're walking down... I remember it was um, Hollywood Boulevard. Yep. I think we just come out of a store or something. And so... I look behind us, and I'm like, oh, that's different. What's different? I tell Kobe, Kobe, you got to look behind us. <laughs> and there's a woman who was, I'll, I don't know if you know the politically correct way to say no, this, th- well endowed on yes, the upper half.
0: But the description needs to kind of match here. This yeah. was a large woman. Yeah. And why is it important to note that this was a large woman?
1: Because in her shirt, poking out of the top, was a very small dog. (laughs) There was a dog in this woman's shirt in like the 95 degree heat. Just a small head of a dog poking out. And I was like, what's happening? You can't just have one small dog in the park and two... Just chilling in your shirt.
0: <laughs> and now, let's be clear: Holly and I are no way, in no way making a comment about service animals. This is no, not, This it was is not, not that. a service animal. This was a very tiny dog, clearly being concealed by somebody <laughs> inside their clothes, and then once they were kind of free in the park, letting it pop out.
1: Yeah. It was
0: a completely ridiculous thing to see. <laughs> and I did not believe it when I when I first looked. I was like, no, that can't be what Holly's talking about, because that can't be real. And it was very much real, Holly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just this little dog's head. And it seemed totally content too. Like it was just, just living look, life. Look around and I was like, Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so Holly, what would our big advice be for that particular story?
1: I'd say, um, you know, to review the pet policy of Universal Orlando, which is, you know, service animals only, and to find a dog sitter or pet sitter otherwise. They're just not allowed at the parks.
0: Yeah, in all seriousness, (laughs) it's just not a particularly good choice, right? Really review the pet policy. You don't want to put yourself or anyone else in a situation, and it's really important that, you know, the service animals that really need to be there are given an environment where they can do their jobs as safely as possible. But that—that that was just ridiculous.
1: I know. I can still picture it too. Crazy. Was Tyler?
0: <laughs> was Was my brother Tyler with us? Yeah. Yeah, he was. It was him. Did he see it? Yeah. Actually, you know, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to be the subject of a future story. I'm shocked he saw something.
1: <laughs> That's true. But yeah, no, he saw it too. Oh, boy.
0: Actually, Tyler's the next story on the list.
1: All right. Yeah, let's let's go. So this Tyler, one is called
0: then. Tyler and the False Ending. Correct. So we took my brother Tyler, who is, how old is he now, Holly? 20? So this yeah. was, what was this, 2018, 2019? 2019. 2019. Yeah. So it would have been three years ago. Tyler was 17 at the time. You know, should probably have a clue about what's going on in the world.
1: Generally, yeah. He can drive, so... He could drive, right.
0: He could drive, so...
1: Be able to see things around him.
0: (laughs) Picking up on major details is a very important part of driving. Although he does lead the league in at-fault car accidents, so Mm. this is probably par for the course for him, huh?
1: No, Not at fault, according to Tyler. Mm.
0: Right. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, we take him on Revenge of the Mummy, and not to give you... Not to spoil anything for you people... So if you haven't been on the mummy, maybe stop listening, but there is a false ending right before the final stretch of coaster. The ride comes to a screeching halt. A ride attendant is shown behind a glass panel and you know, she's saying like, we hope you enjoy your ride. All that. All of a sudden, Imhotep busts out, out, dispatches her. She's gone. He busts through the glass and he's like, no more soul for you. And so he decides that he is going to cook us alive. He lights the ceiling on fire.
1: It's a lot of fire. It's a
0: lot of fire. The
1: whole ceiling.
0: It also increases the temperature of the room by probably like 20 degrees. And it's bright. It's bright. It's very warm. And it's a spectacle. My brother had been on this ride. Actually, no. First, let's point out the detail he missed. So like we said, bright, hot, spectacle. Holly. Holly. What happens after we get off the ride with him?
1: We're talking about the ride, our favorite parts and all. And I say one of my favorite parts is always when the ceiling light's on fire. I'm like, that's always just such a cool feature.
0: For a lot of people, it probably is their favorite feature. Yeah. It's mine.
1: Yeah. Coolest part of the ride.
0: I just like getting toasty.
1: Yeah. Tyler says... The ceiling light's on
0: fire? (laughs)
1: He really does sound like Patrick Starr,
0: (laughs) by the way, if you're wondering.
1: What do you mean? (laughs) Has no idea that the ceiling lights on fire.
0: Now, to be fair, Holly, this was Tyler's first time on the ride, right? No. Second time. No. Fifth time.
1: He must have gone on at least, I want to say close to 20 times. Yes. Because there's definitely been a few days where we went on like four or five times in a row with him. Never noticed the ceiling lights on fire. This one gets it's me every
0: time. This one gets me every time. <laughs> it's
1: like, what do you mean? I'm like, Tyler, the whole ceiling is... It's on fire. I like, it's, it's blazing. But, it, like, it's not... Uh, the
0: brightness should clue you in, but there's also it a... Makes huge, sound. makes sound. I was just going to say, there's the whoosh of the flame from overhead. Yeah. And then it's significantly warmer. He's like, I thought they just turned the heater yeah, on. Yeah.
1: So then, we go on the ride again. I think it would go on immediately again because there wasn't much of a line. So I'm watch. I'm not even looking at the ceiling this time. I'm just watching his face to make sure he looks up at this ceiling of fire. And then he looks up, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes. I was like, I don't know how you didn't see this. <laughs> oh. So this know, is great.
0: This might be a problem because I'm pretty sure he's our only Patreon subscriber right now. <laughs> We're gonna have to start paying for this whole thing ourselves.
1: <laughs> Tyler, keep supporting us.
0: <laughs> keep supporting our podcast so that we can make fun of you.
1: Oh man.
0: Uh I, I can't I really hope it's, I really hope the ride is open when we go in August. Because if it is, I'm hoping we'll be able to get like the behind-the-scenes tour when we do the VIP tour. Yeah. And I would absolutely love to mention to the person, to our tour guide, that story and see the look on their face.
1: Yeah, I just, just didn't notice the fire.
0: Ah, uh, so...
1: It's unbelievable.
0: Here's our big advice <laughs> on, Oh, you Hang got on. more.
1: We have to see if he notices a lot of major... other major aspects of rides.
0: I think King Kong would be better if there was a Kong animatronic somewhere.
1: Yeah, like when we go with them we're gonna be like tyler did you see um i'm trying to think of anything (laughs) also
0: also for anyone out there who's considering (laughs) right now giving me a two-star review for being mean to my brother my brother one time punched me in the face while i was sleeping so (laughs) he 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 can hear about it right here and go after him so Uh, you're ready for the advice here holly or tip
1: I wonder if you've seen the T-Rex at the end of Jurassic Park for <laughs> <furniture>. <laughs> that should like, be. Is there a dinosaur near the drop? <laughs> uh, so Tyler okay. in the
0: fire room, the tip is to ride multiple times if possible, take in the details of attractions, and look around. When you are riding, it's so <laughs> easy to just look at what's ahead and in front of you. And look- The fire room should be something that everybody notices.
1: But apparently... But
0: apparently not. That being (laughs) said, there are so many things at all these attractions at Universal where if you're not checking out the sides and you're not looking in the background for things, you will miss them. So I would definitely recommend getting on each ride multiple times if possible and just taking your time looking around and just seeing different things. Moving on here, we have Grant on Rip Ride Rocket. So we went to the parks. Again, this is the same trip as the as the Jurassic Park lady. We went with a couple friend of ours named Grant and Brenda, and we went on Rip Ride Rocket one night. So Grant is in the seat in front of me, and Holly and I are sitting next to each other, row behind him. And, you know, the ride starts just like normal. It kind of does its thing. And if you've been on Rip Ride Rocket, it's what, Holly, about a two-minute ride? Somewhere in that neighborhood?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, somewhere around that. The first probably 15 seconds or so, I don't know. I kind of lose track of time on that ride, obviously. It's a coaster. But I'd say, like, the first 15 seconds or so, you're, like, going up the lift hill. Then you drop, and you go through a couple of little elements, and then you come to a, a break hill where you basically... I don't think you fully stop, but you certainly slow down a lot. Now at this point, you are—I did not bring my tape measure on the ride because of the metal detectors—but you are very, very high off the ground, like significantly higher than when you started. Also, you've been on the ride for less than thirty seconds to this point. Grant turns around, cranes his head back, and goes, "I think it's over." <laughs> <I'm> like what? <laughs> No! Like, like, yeah, buddy, uh just do me a favor, keep keep the lap bar on, alright? I'm, I'm sure that they'll they'll come to let you out soon. Just keep the lap bar on. <laughs> Obviously the ride continues for another minute and yeah. a half. <laughs> and he gets off the ride and he's like, oh, I, I I really thought that was it. I'm like, you really thought that we waited in line for 45 minutes to go down? one drop, and then come to a, come to a lift, a uh, brake hill, and it was just going to stop in the middle of the track? You thought we were going to walk?
1: You know what doesn't make sense? I don't think that was his first time on the ride. It was not. No.
0: It was not. I don't know
1: what was wrong with that. I think it's over. I'm like, huh? Uh. So <laughs> we're not back. Where we? Even started or close to it.
0: That was just so funny in the moment because like I think it's over, and I'm like,
1: yeah, okay, just keep the lap belt on. Like I'm like, oh
0: my god, is this guy gonna try to like leave right now? Uh, so, our advice here very important for when you're visiting theme parks. Use your brain. Think, think yeah. before you do things. Chances are that roller coaster is not going to end with you about a hundred feet off the ground. It's probably going to bring you back to a station of some sort. I imagine that there'll be a team member coming by to let you off the ride holly would you agree
1: yeah definitely
0: all right so that one's simple use your brain this next one is a personal favorite of mine in the summer of 2017 we actually went for fourth of july because we are gluttons for punishment we like to go during the yeah, busiest just when times it's really
1: of the year. hot yeah. and busy
0: <laughs> so we went with our friend scott scott had never been to universal so we went for what was it like three days four days something like that yeah yeah So, we get inside the gates of the park. Now, we had flown in that morning. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, we we did prep Scott to say, the lines are going to be a little bit longer. I don't think he had been to Universal before. So, we said that they will be longer than um, our local. uh, Yeah, because
0: we had been to Canobie Lake, our local regional theme park, because that was the time that I tricked him into thinking yeah. that you needed a driver's license to uh to ride the, antique, the cars. antique
1: cars
0: and he was so sad oh, he yeah. couldn't do it and
1: he's like wait that kid's like driving it isn't he like no no the parents doing it they're deciding i'm like kind of hold the wheel i was like oh all right so we didn't have to wait in the antique car line It oh, it's so always long. super long it's gonna be like 40 minutes i just yeah. figured i'd lie instead. i can't funny.
0: wait to listen to this but, one
1: <laughs> anyway so we told him like the lines are definitely going to be longer than our small regional theme park. Like, you mean longer? Yes, yeah, I, I think you said smaller. Oh, longer.
0: I might have just not been then, listening.
1: <laughs> than our regional theme park, so you know, don't expect to wait for fifty minutes. The lines definitely get up an hour. Yeah, possibly over an hour. That's just kind of the way it is. But a lot of them will be in like that half hour range, and the queues are great. And we said, as the park dies down for the night, we'll get on rides, you know, much faster.
0: Yeah, this was pre. This was pre express pass for us. We hadn't. We hadn't realized. I don't think.
1: And I don't even think this is the trip that we realized that single rider was even a thing. Yes. Yeah. So we were like, this was like. I think this was like our rides.
0: (laughs) I think this was our second trip together. I think the only other time we'd been was when you and I went in 2016 that that also fourth of july trip yeah the year before yeah so this was still pretty new to us so sorry to kind of digress there so we're walking we we had
1: prepped scott though yeah yeah.
0: we prepped him am i taking over Yeah. so we're walking through the park now we've not gotten far we've passed by (laughs) minion mayhem shrek And Fallon was Virtual Line at the time. This wasn't long after it opened, probably a couple of months. So that one didn't even have a a listed wait time. Minion Mayhem, obviously, being that ride, was like a 90-minute wait. Because I think we came in the park at like 1 o'clock or something like that. We figured we weren't going to spend the whole day. So if we are going to do anything, we'd come in like the afternoon and leave in the evening. Sorry, leave it closed. And that way we would basically get an opportunity to ride a lot of the rides when A, the park had cooled off a little bit, but also when it had emptied out a little bit, people leaving for dinner, stuff like that. So it's probably like one, two o'clock. Mini Mayhem's hour and a half. Shrek is probably like 35 40 minutes. And we're walking towards the mummy. And what What does Scott say, Ollie?
1: Because this is a one and done. <laughs> What have in the
0: park. What's a one and done? This, this trip, this, this, this part, Universal, one and done. <laughs> I hadn't even been on a ride. I've been in no. the park for less than five minutes, <laughs> one
1: and done, yeah. out. Like, this is the only time he's going, never coming back. I was like, jeez. <laughs> we haven't even been here. And we did end up having a fun time
0: <laughs> the, the days that we were there, but it was definitely a different experience for him, I think, with like the lines and stuff like that. And so. Our tip here is is simply, one, to do your research on what the crowd levels will look like. You can look up Universal Orlando crowd calendar, just quickly Google it, and you'll find a bunch of apps. I will say, crowd calendars are probably not going to be as accurate now, post-COVID, as they were before, just because... Those algorithms are compiled based on years of data, and the last few years of data is more or less junk at this point. So that's going to have an impact. I would also say I would expect it to be busier than whatever you think it's going to be for two reasons. One, if it's not, you've hyped yourself up for something worse, so it'll seem great. But also, given the current travel climate, especially with international travel now being a lot less restrictive, the the crowds are going to be severe. So the first thing I would do is try to ascertain what you think the crowd levels might be. Second of all, try to be as patient as you can while taking in as many details as you can. If you're going to spend a lot of time in a line, I know that's a pain. Believe me, I'm not the best line waiter myself, but try to find something within the queue that piques your interest. You know, go on the attractions that you find to be the most worth it. You know, don't wait uh, Holly, give me don't wait any amount of time at all to go on Fast and Furious, for example. But like a Forbidden Journey, if you see it's a forty-five minute wait, that's not so bad. Check out the queue. Check out Hogwarts. It, it'll the time will pass by quicker than you think. But just try to be as patient as you can. Do as much research as you can coming in so that you have an idea what the crowds might look like.
1: Yeah, I think we talked about that a little bit in our uh, one-day plan. Yeah. So I would check out that episode to kind of see like what where we draw the line of whether or not a ride is worth it really oh yeah
0: uh, must do skippables yeah. and should do's
1: yeah yeah i
0: said them out of order but. and
1: then um yeah we try to find something interesting to do in line while you wait a lot of the cues are really immersive so definitely taking all the detail there um but you could play like some games while you wait in line yeah some um, games be yeah. smart about the games that you play right um like you could play heads up or maybe like i spy or something like that so just to kind of make the time pass if you are really busy if you are um, waiting in line for a while i mean
0: all right so our next story is french fry kid (laughs) now holly did you see french fry kid or was it just me just you all right so this was during our trip our labor day weekend trip of 2021 we were on Popeye's Popeye and Bluto's build rep barges and it was right at the beginning of the ride there is not long after you depart the floating dock you go underneath an area that has a picnic table where people can you know eat lunch and watch the ride so there was a kid I don't know probably like I don't know 14 15 years old eating with his friends decides to take a french fry and fire it at our boat or our, our, our barge and within 10 seconds, somebody from Universal had come over, separated the kid from his group, and was beginning to walk him out of the area. Like, it was done and over with that quickly. And I imagine that the kid, I imagine that there was some sort of consequence for that kid. And and it was just kind of like, it was it was a surreal experience because You hear about it all the time. You know, that's why there's a lot of netting in some places. It's not just to protect you from debris from the ride, but it's also to protect the riders from you. And, you know, we had heard, obviously, about the the kids throwing ice cubes at people on the VelociCoaster. People just doing stupid things. And you you don't think it's necessarily going to happen to you. And it it did. It happened to us. And obviously, a French fry, the French fry could have hit me the french fry could have hit me in the temple and nothing would have happened. like whatever <laughs> like it's a, so. like, like it's a french fry <laughs> not a brick but the the general point remains of like have some situational awareness for where you are and don't throw stuff don't be an idiot yeah
1: i was just kind of appreciative of universal team members to react that quickly to it
0: a hundred percent it did and, make
1: me kind of feel like they're they're like really watching and really on top of things and they Took action, you know?
0: I would also say this, and this might be contentious. I am not saying that you should prevent your children from going around the park. Like, if you have a teenager, I understand that a lot of times you're going to let them wander off unsupervised. I totally get that. I was able to do that as a kid at like regional theme parks, stuff like that. Totally get it. That being said, remember that you're ultimately going to be held responsible for their actions. So make sure that just make sure that they know not to do dumb stuff because I'd hate to see somebody's day ruined because one member of their party made a dumb decision. And really, it's not just kids. Like this is, I could see this type of situation coming up when someone's been drinking. So I'd also just say, if if you're an adult listening to this at the same time, think about the decision process that you're going through. Think before you act, because ultimately this is the kind of thing that this is the kind of thing that can get you kicked out of the park. Like a, like a French fry is obviously not going to injure someone in the same way that like an ice cube would or something, you know, even even heavier or, or sharper or whatever. But in general, it's just not a good idea. And it's just rude. Like, don't do it. Don't throw stuff. Right? Yeah, Fair? I
1: think the universal has to take a line on things. and There are some things that they just don't, you know, it's like a zero, zero. tolerance I mean, tolerance it's literally a zero policy tolerance court.
0: policy anywhere. We've seen yeah. it in college hoops. Kids throw stuff in the court technical following the team like yeah, it's just it's a general thing you do stuff moving on to something a little bit more fun we have holly and the forbidden journey and yeah. holly can tell this story
1: this one's my story mm. so we did a single rider for forbidden journey this was later on at night and uh kobe and i get separated on the ride single rider that's expected so i was first so i go on where um, we're coming around toward the end, right before uh, Hermione does the flu powder, to get us back to the room requirement. I think is where we start out, right? Is that where we end up in the end? Yeah. So right before that part, all of a sudden, our enchanted bench takes like a sharp left. We don't even go through the flu powder area, and I'm like, what is happening? I don't know if the ride's like breaking down, what? But it's a to- It was a totally different track. And we go to the separate like hallway area and there's a team member standing there. He's like, hey, guys, I heard it was someone's birthday. So I'm looking over at me at the group next to me and like, oh, yeah, it's our birthday. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like, oh, I just wanted to get you guys a special ride. He's like, we're going to send you right back on again without any wait. He's like, how are you guys going to like that? And we're like, oh, yeah, great. And I'm thinking, all right, yeah, perfect. Uh, so he's like, OK, we just got to like wait. For a few more cars to go by, and we'll, we'll send you right on your way. You'll we'll go right back on. So I'm thinking, like, okay, this is like really cool. I'm in like this separate hallway area that's like not typically gone in. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I get to go right back on. So I kind of lean over. I was like, oh, I was like, it's a great day to be part of your family, guys. I kind of make a line of it. Um, oh, you got jokes. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Um, and we did, we got to go right back on. But After, like, waiting there a minute or two, I was like, huh, I'm going to be, like, an extra, like, five, six minutes. I'm like, Kofi's going to get off. And I got on before him. Yep. I was like, "Mm, You sure did. He's going to be a little suspicious of where on earth I am because I got on before him. (laughs) But I wasn't about to say, hey, uh, actually, can I get off? Because my husband's not going to know where I am. Uh, So I end up going on the ride again. And then I get off and we meet outside of Filch's Emporium. And Kobe's like, where were you?
0: <laughs> because I had already had, it wasn't during this trip, but it was our, maybe our last trip, but the trip before. There a trip before where this is a story that'll come up in a little bit, but I had gotten lost somewhere and I got in trouble with <laughs> my boss. So my in, boss, yes. So, so in this moment, I'm like, i'm thinking that i screwed something up i'm like where where is she like what right, happened we like, don't what's going not have our phones
1: on? on us on the ride right like, they're in nothing, the locker right so that was funny and then i was like wait till you hear what just happened to me oh <laughs> uh, and it was the worst because
0: all i ca- like the most the things i care about seeing the most are like the behind the scenes stuff like any look at anything that goes on behind the scenes at, at universal is really appealing to me so like Holly went into this room that I'm never going to get into until unless I lie and tell someone it's my birthday. I, I was just killing me. And then, yeah, I just couldn't find her. And was, I was just like wandering around like in front of Flight of, the, Flight of the Hippogriff. And I'm going down by like the entrance, like trying to see if you would like come out and went somewhere else. But I'm also like, <laughs> but I'm also like, don't go too far because then she could walk by me. So I'm making sure that I'm not going far enough where like I could take like a turn like not getting to like a fork or anything you know what I mean right so yeah that was that was a fun time so my advice here would be one stay by the exit or designate a meeting spot before you go on to an attraction if you don't have your phones you just never want to be in a situation where you don't know where your party is I'm sure you could contact a team member if you truly got separated from them but we'd obviously like to solve it before it gets to that point
1: yeah, and, yeah i'd say especially on rides where your phones are in the lockers yeah. and if you are like in a large even for two people or a larger group and you're doing single rider you do get split up and that there's a lot of people around i know we're not like children right but like you still want to find the people you came with and you're not really able to unless they have their phones with them so yeah,
0: it's also hard to do this but i'd say try to remember what people are wearing if you can that day that kind of helps pick them out in the in a crowd that sort of thing i'm not saying get the matching family reunion t-shirts i'm <laughs> saying that but just take a look at the person you're with for that day it probably help and i would also point out that it couldn't hurt to maybe uh get a pin that says it's your birthday or maybe tell a team member it's your birthday or your anniversary or you're celebrating something, you know what have you and maybe just maybe you will get lucky on an attraction. Do not expect anything. They don't no. owe you anything for it being your birthday or an anniversary or you're celebrating, you know, a promotion or whatever. But maybe they'll do something for you. So, yeah. Don't be afraid to
1: And I want to make it up. Don't Yeah, don't make it ruin up. it for everyone else, right? Like if you are there for a special event, you can definitely We actually got our um our pins for we were celebrating our anniversary yeah. last time. Uh, right when we checked in at the hotel, they gave them, so they didn't. We didn't have to go to like guest services or anything. Um, but it was just kind of nice. Like throughout the trip, people were like, oh, happy anniversary. Um, they would kind of like strike up a conversation that way, and we didn't expect, you know, anything really. Um, but it's just it's kind of nice if you are celebrating something to have it you know, acknowledge throughout the park and you might get something a little extra special.
0: But if you're going to make it up, which again, we don't condone and you happen to see us in the parks and we take a picture together, take the button off because now there's evidence that you're celebrating that birthday. So when you show (laughs) up in six months in six months trying to do the same thing, we got that photo. We know it's not your birthday.
1: True. Colby apparently is going to keep track. Yes, I'm going to keep track of everyone's (laughs) birthday. That's your job.
0: Do they have to say, when, when they sign up on Patreon, do we, do we do, yeah, we do birthdays, right? Yeah. Birthday shout out? Yeah. It's basically, we're basically just like big data for theme parks pretending oh, to be a podcast.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's our. <laughs> that's us. We're a giant conspiracy.
0: Our... <laughs> Somebody just turned us off.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody just freaked yeah. out turned us off. <laughs> big theme park.
0: It was my dad. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, we got three more stories left. This one's oh, related. So a couple of trips ago, we went to Camp Jurassic, which I love. Yes, the of our play area. Places. And first of all, tip in general, go to Camp Jurassic. But I'm running around doing my thing, <laughs> doing
1: your thing. Yeah, going into the <laughs> caves,
0: being annoying, trying to bother Holly, trying to scare her, jumping out of the bushes, jumping on the what's it called, the footprints of the dinosaurs, making all the audio triggers go off, and just being a general problem, acting like a twelve-year-old, and. Holly's like, okay, it's time to go. And I'm like, you can't make me. You're not my mom. And (laughs) so I take a quick uh, left, right, just kidding, back where I came from, twist around the corner, duck behind a rock, and I've separated myself from Holly. So now I'm like, yes, I get to explore the whole land myself. Like, Holly can't make me leave. I'm good. So I'm wandering around doing my thing, and then I'm finally like, all right, it's time to go.
1: Right, it's been long enough.
0: Yeah, so I go to the front. Well, if you know anything about Camp Jurassic, it is massive. It is not If I Ran the Zoo. It's no. not going to take you out to... It, it It does all take you out to the same spot, but there's only so many places where you can be hiding at like an If I Ran the Zoo. Camp Jurassic is not that. There are many, of place, many places to hide. So I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm just going to call Holly. Pull out my cell phone. Camp Jurassic, not great for phone service. If you're a Verizon customer like I am. So... I don't know what to do. So I'm hanging around at the front. Then I'm like walking back, but not too far. Because what if she gets to the front? And it took us like 20 minutes to find each other again. And you can imagine she was super thrilled to see me. She gave me a big hug. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so
1: glad you're safe. No.
0: Oh, is that not not what happened? Ah.
1: Lying to the fans again.
0: She was not happy (laughs) to see me. It did not go like that. And so my big recommendation is, first of all, Either stay with your, or, <laughs> with your wife or don't mess around. If you're trying to lose her, lose her. Take off. For good. <laughs> get to the gates, go out to City Walk. Oh my
1: find gosh. Find a bar.
0: Take off for the evening. Those are your two options. Either don't try to play games or play a really long game. game. <laughs> yeah, either play the game or don't.
1: No, because usually you try to like sneak around a corner and lose me, but then you're like, yeah, like a target. around <laughs> the next corner. Yeah. Then you're, like, around the next one. You're, like, wow. <laughs> so I was expecting you to be around the next corner, but then you weren't. And then I was you around a were... corner. Yeah, and then you weren't around the next closest one to me. Yeah. And I'm, like, hmm, now this is a problem.
0: <laughs> so the advice here is this, is the this same type of thing. Stick together or designate a spot to meet. Don't rely on self-service. Because yeah. if it goes down... Or you just don't have it in general, right? Like that's gonna be a problem.
1: Yeah, and that's one area of the park where I, I, I know it's a play area, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend just letting your kids roam free in there. Yeah, I'd stick with because them because it it'd be hard to find them. Or if they're going down like the slides and stuff, maybe telling your child like, "Hey, make sure you wait right at the end of the slide." Uh, if you're not going down the slide, which some of those slides have really tight corners, oh, um, to. You know, tell your child to wait right at the end of the slide for you so you can kind of like hop around and meet up with them. Because if not, it's, so it's a lot of areas. I have,
0: I have another story from Camp Jurassic that I don't really have any advice for, except if you're looking for a place to hide and scare the daylights out of somebody, this is for you. So near the Amber Mine, Amber Mine I don't know if it's supposed to be like a tower or like a mine shaft or what it's supposed to represent. But there's basically like these climbing towers. They have like little platforms. You climb onto each platform and you raise yourself up. And they're like on opposite sides of each other. You know what I'm talking about? You have, you yes. have no idea?
1: No, I'm, okay. I'm listening to your story. I was just making sure.
0: <laughs> so I was going through one of those. And as I reached up, somebody reached out and like grabbed my hand. And I like freaked out i almost fell i like (laughs) did not expect there to be somebody and it was like it was like a little kid like their their dad had been like playing like hide and seek with them, or whatever and she (laughs) was like oh i thought you were my dad and i was like no but you scared me pretty good kid like you win (laughs) um so if you're looking for a place to hide out and terrify somebody that's the spot
1: or (laughs) or
0: if you're looking to win that game against your wife she's never gonna find you in there so that's the spot
1: good advice (laughs)
0: Seriously, designate a meeting spot you're probably n- going to spend the rest of the, the evening looking right. for.
1: Right, I got to a point where I was like, okay, this is enough. Like, yeah. I want to keep going in the park. I don't want to be looking forever for Gobi.
0: Yeah, I was like rehearsing apologies. I was going to make up a fake story <laughs> about getting trapped inside a slide or kidnapped by a dinosaur. It just, it just wasn't a good thing. So our second to last story is we got to meet rick's flicks on our last trip and if you don't know who that is he's a he's a theme park youtuber mainly universal he does some disney stuff too and he does a road trip podcast uh, not podcast uh youtube channel as well he's he he and his wife nikki run it they're awesome so we've been looking for him like the whole trip hoping we'd find him our second to last day we'd kind of given up Hope, we're like, ah, we're just, we're probably not going to find them.
1: Yeah, we're there on a holiday weekend. Yeah, we're like, so. you
0: know, they're, they're, they're not going to come in the park on Labor Day weekend. Like, why would you? And on Labor Day itself, we're wandering through Jurassic Park, and Holly just starts slapping my arm. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. I must have done something. I'm so
1: speechless. I,
0: yeah, she's just smacking my arm. <laughs> no sounds, no words. I'm, okay, what did I do? So I look, and she's like pointing and like, Trying to say something with her mouth, but no words are coming out. She's like, finally, she's
1: like, Look!
0: And I look and I'm like,
1: Oh! Okay. There's Rick and Nikki. So we were able to
0: strike up a conversation with them and they were super gracious, super nice people. Um, they come across, when you meet them in person, they come across as nice as they do in their videos. So I definitely wouldn't be shy about approaching them. However, if they have the camera on them, obviously give them some space. They are, it is their job. They're, they're they're doing their work, but once the camera's off, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, try to strike up a conversation. They're nice people, but what I would say in general, not just for for them, but also for really anyone who you want to meet in the parks, as far as like YouTubers is concerned, I would do a few things. I would check their pages to see if they do live streams. I know that's a popular way that people meet. Rick is. Through the live streams, and he does have like a pretty dedicated schedule. I'd also check their pages to see if they do have a a typical schedule of when they're going to be in the parks and stuff like that. And Holly, you pointed out a couple other things. Do you remember what they were? And I had to write them down. I messed up.
1: Um, I think I was saying to, oh, just like kind of pay attention to who is around. Um, it is like kind of a national attraction, right? Universal Studios Florida, international, so, yeah, international. So you know, celebrities go from time to time. Um, I know on the passholder groups, sometimes I see, people will say, yeah. uh, oh, so and so has been in the park." You I know, saw Mario Lopez, yeah, yeah, Mario Lopez once. Yeah, yep, Mario um, Lopez, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I was gonna say Jimmy Fallon. Was there
0: what, like two weeks ago, last week, something like that? Yeah, he
1: likes to go from time to time. So um, you know, just kind of, you know, if you if you really want to meet a celebrity, maybe follow the passholder groups just to see what's going on in the parks. There, you know. Past holders are typically local, so they're there a lot.
0: But something to keep in mind in that same vein is a celebrity and a YouTuber are not the same type of thing. A YouTuber is much, in my opinion, my experience, is much more likely to want to interact with fans because you are yeah. directly putting the money in their pocket and obviously the, their image is their whole thing.
1: And they're... Their a- image a- is they're, about yeah. The they're,
0: they're in their they're they're basically in their work environment. Like right. this is what their image is cultivated around. Like you just said, Holly, with with a celebrity, you know, a, an athlete or a movie star, or something like that. Like this is their vacation. Right. So don't run up on somebody with their family or anything like that. You know, just just ha- have a feel for a situation. I know it can be really exciting to see people, but just kind of think about maybe how you'd feel in that situation but when it comes to the youtubers i definitely say see if you can figure out you know a time where they're typically in the park be you know gracious when you meet them make sure that you know they're not filming when you go up to them you don't want them to have to restart or anything like that and if you treat them with respect i can say with almost 100% certainty they'll do the same thing to you and we are not on the level of any of the people that we've talked about but if you happen to see us when we go in august you can definitely Come up and talk to us. I am much less condescending in person. Holly's nice all uh, the time. Okay. <laughs> I I am 50% less condescending in person. <laughs> Holly is just nice all the time. So we'll definitely say hi to you if you uh, choose to say hi to us.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll bring some goodies for people too if they come say hi to us. Maybe.
0: I just can't. Th- I'm not a crafty person. So I would like... People do like those... Uh, what's it called? The uh, They paint the rocks.
1: Oh, I don't know if I want to paint a rock for everybody. <laughs> I paint
0: them. I'd be like... <laughs> You get like a crudely you. This U. is blue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> blue the that right, just says blue. <gasps> oh God. Yeah, but maybe
1: we'll get some stickers or like a pen or. F- stickers
0: our- are a good idea. Yeah. I can handle handing things to people. There we
1: go. We'll, we'll get some stickers for us.
0: <gasps> oh man. So <laughs> we are on to our last story and Holly, I didn't include it on our list. Oh. Relax. It's not anything about you. Calm down
1: okay (laughs) sure
0: so this one is called i couldn't think of a good title so it's just a story about me and my dad my dad and i that's what it's called and so when i was five i went to islands of adventure the year it opens this is 99 uh it's like september or october something like that so the park opened less less than a year we went on the jurassic park river adventure And I was so hyped to see the dinosaurs. It was like the coolest thing ever. We're going through the whole ride. And and I'm just like mesmerized by this whole experience. It's like the coolest thing. And we get to the end. And there's, you know, the T-Rex obviously comes out. And my dad points out the T-Rex. My dad sees the drop coming from a mile away. My dad points out the T-Rex. He's like, Kobe, look at the T-Rex. Look at it. Look at it. So I'm looking up. And I'm just like, well, I'm five years old. As far as I'm concerned, this is a real (laughs) dinosaur. So I'm looking at this thing's massive, and I'm so, like, just completely awestruck by this that I never see this drop coming. (laughs) And all of a sudden, this T-Rex is smaller and smaller, and I realize I'm falling, and I screamed, and it was so, it was so scary. Um, I got off the ride and I was like, that was the coolest thing ever, but that was also terrifying. Like, why would you do that? And I was like, so happy and mad at my dad. I was like, I was like five. I was like angry crying, (laughs) (laughs) but I was also like so happy because it was so much fun, but like scary. So if you're a parent, my advice to you is traumatize your kids or don't, I guess, know your kids. (laughs) Um, it's okay. one of, in all seriousness, it's one of my favorite memories. So if you're bringing your kids to the park, first of all, bring your kids to the park. And when you do try to find different ways to kind of create those memories that are going to last for such a long time. Cause that's one of my favorite memories with my dad. And he does this annoying thing where he pretends not to remember anything that I remember because he's just as difficult to deal with as I am. Um, uh, but it's just, it's one of my favorite memories. So definitely, definitely something I'd recommend is trying to go out of your way to create as many memories as you can. Um, But Holly, I think that's going to do it for our uh, stories with our advice. Um, We've talked about our proposal before. I did propose to Holly at Universal. I would say to do your research ahead on that one. Try to pick out a spot that you think will be a little less than crowded. The bridge in front of Hogwarts is a popular one, but it's also a very busy one just kind of scope out different areas most attractions do have quiet spots so just kind of take a look around and and try to find something that works for you but unless you have anything else holly that's uh that's that's gonna bring an end to this episode huh yeah all Um, right good story time yeah great story time so check us out on social media reach out if uh If you got any comments, questions, maybe you want a couple more stories. And definitely be sure to give us a follow on social media. Check out the Twitter. Unless you don't like me, then don't check out the Twitter because I run the Twitter. (laughs) So it's just more of this. But as always, thank you for joining us. And until next time, safe travels, explorers.